Welcome back to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. We did say last time that we were going to be doing uh, weekly shows for New Japan Strong, since it's now a weekly show every Friday, and so here we are. Uh, it's not all of us, but I'm Pat. I'm Ryan. And I'm Joey. Uh, yeah, Rob's working this weekend, so uh, Rob might just be like a, a rotating person on a, like a bi-weekly basis, depending on his work schedule, but whenever he is around, he probably will join us for these um but yeah we're not really gonna go over news or anything for this uh i'm just gonna talk new japan so that's all we really want to talk about for this one uh so we'll just get right into it so this was week two of new japan strong uh last week the new japan cup usa was the entire card this week we had two tag matches to fill it out uh so our first one was logan regal and barrett brown versus clark connors and jordan clearwater um I don't know what to say about this one. Uh, it was a it was a tag match. It was an Australian rules tag match. Ryan, do you want to explain uh, Australian rules? Yeah, so I looked it up because I was like, I've never heard it called Australian rules. And so I just typed in Australian rules tag match on, uh, on the good old Google machine. And lo and behold, the first result came up from a tweet from good old Daddy Meltzer responding to Conan, uh, who... Uh, had posed the question to Meltzer and to somebody else uh, asking why tag did tag matches or tag team wrestling originate in Australia? Because uh, in Mexico, apparently um, almost all of the uh, tag matches are called uh, Australian rules tag matches, but in uh, Spanish Uh, and Meltzer said that uh, it had been something that was in like was coined in the seventies, uh, being called Australian rules, and it just means it's a normal tag match. Um, but that like in Mexico, uh, or at least in some promotions in Mexico, they have like the lucha libre rules added to it, where like you can just come in at will, mm-hmm. uh, which was like a lot of some people's complaints in AEW with Pentagon and. Um, Ray Phoenix just coming in at random points, not tagging in, uh, not grabbing the tag rope, uh, things like that. Um, but yeah, it, it just basically means it's a regular tag match. I, it, it's just weird to hear them say it because, like I said, like Pat said, I'd never heard it called that way uh, before. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so Kevin Kelly referred to it as Australian rules, which kind of threw us for a loop. Anyway... Uh, I have never seen any of these people wrestle besides Clark Connors. Same. Um, and I've also, no offense, I've never heard of any of these people besides Clark Connors. Same. Um, I don't know who I would say. I, out of these, out of this group, other than Clark Connors, obviously, because I, I do like Clark Connors, I'd probably say Jordan Clearwater looked the best. Uh, he, Bro, towered, he towered giant. over everybody. He also had a really good big boot in this match. Uh, yes. He then got rolled up like right after it, but the big boot he hit was very nice. Yeah. Um, I did look it up. He's only, I don't want to say only, but he's only 6'2". So he's really not so these, tall, but he's not like as tall as I thought he was. Yeah, so these guys all so have to these be These guys shorter. are pretty short. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, it uh, it works. It's fine. Uh, to, I, to be fair, I don't think anybody on, like over here right now, like on these New Japan Strong shows is that tall. 
Yeah. So he definitely will be like one of the like him and Cobb will be the big guys for this if he's going to continue working him. I was going to say maybe Fredericks. I feel like Fredericks. Fre- oh is yeah, taller. Fredericks is a, big, a bigger guy. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, uh, Logan Regal and Barrett Brown picked up the win here. So uh, not much to really say on this one, at least in my mind. Do you guys ever have anything you want to say specifically? No, this is a pretty forgettable match. Yeah, it, it was. It was like. I wouldn't say it was like awful, but yeah, it was, it was pretty forgettable. It was, I thought it was like kind of like a slower start to the show. Yeah, a hundred percent. However, our next match we had a big six man match. Oh, uh, and this boy, this was th- yeah, this was the opposite. This was this was awesome. Uh, we had TJP, Alex Zane, and ACH. Uh, ACH making his return to New Japan versus super super ACH. Sorry. Versus Blake Christian, uh, Mysterioso, and PJ Black, uh, the former Justin Gabriel for any WWE fans. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, this was this was goddamn great. This was a really fun six-man tag match. Uh, everybody got their stuff in. Everybody looked really good. It was very fast-paced. Uh, PJ Black is clearly the oldest person here, but he can still go uh, yeah. quite a bit. Uh, how old did they say he was? Um, I, don't I don't remember the age that they said. I'm look. I, yeah, I was if you want to get up. that, yeah, go for it. Um, shout out to uh, Blake Christian for liking our tweet. Yeah, shout yeah, out already. Blake Christian. Thanks and also me. another shout out to um, <laughs> Yasushi Takahashi. Um, I he's liked quite a few of our tweets. Uh, yeah, he we likes don't follow. We don't follow him, and he doesn't follow up. But he 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 likes us, he but... likes like all of our New Japan tweets. So thanks, yeah. Man. yeah. Yeah, I'm not uh, too sure who he is, but yeah. you know who we're gonna have to start feuding with? Rocky Romero. He liked all of our New Japan strong tweets last week. Didn't like a single one this week. Uh, give That's it time. Not give cool, it time. man. Yeah, Rocky. Come on, man. And uh, you're gonna be on the show next week. Yeah, next Uh-oh. week. Next week, we're just gonna have to tweet bad things about you. We're just gonna say Rocky Romero. This guy can't even walk. Uh, no, that's. Uh, he, uh, PJ Black is, PJ Black is 39. 39. Okay. Yeah. For a 39. He looks old. like a 50. Something yeah. He old. looks very, he looks way older, uh, older than he did. It's the gray hair. It's like the gray hair. He just looks like mm-hmm. a grizzled old man, yeah. but I like it. Uh, I don't know how it's so weird seeing him with like, gr- like neon green dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if it, it fits his whole, his whole look. So I'll take it. Yeah. Um, he's definitely shed the Justin Gabriel look of somebody who really didn't mean much in WWE. Yeah, and I think that's weird because, like... Wait, that's Justin Gabriel? Yes, yes. PJ Black is Justin Gabriel. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't know that. Jesus, yeah. God, he looks so different. Yeah. Well, sure, I have to say, like, I in I wasn't a fan, like, during the Nexus period, but, like, in the 2K games, I always thought that Justin Gabriel was, like, a person who existed, but, like, I liked his moveset. Yeah, um, I really liked him when he uh, was in Lucha Underground as PJ Black, the the Direwolf. The de- I think Darewolf. 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 Definitely they did call him that uh, tonight. Yeah, that sums so. up his WWE run, guy yeah. that just existed. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, but yeah, this was really fun, and also again, really happy to see ACH back wrestling. Uh, the dude is super talented, and he was always great when he was in the New Japan Junior Division. So I'm happy he's back over here. Uh, yeah. And hopefully when borders open back up, they can get him over for the next best of super juniors. Cause that would be great. Yeah. Um, I think that like everybody in this match was very solid. Yeah. Um, if new Japan needs to sign people for these, 
this new Japan of America expansion, uh, I would look into getting all six of these guys. Yeah, um, obviously, I did not know who Mysterioso was. Yeah, he was um, he was the only person here who I had never heard of. Yeah, and Alex Zane, like I've never seen like a full match of, but like I've seen the gifts and the videos of him pulling out these insane moves at GCW and like other indie shows. Yeah, he had um, the he, he went for it twice. He hit it once the shooting star uh, like knee drop to the back. Yes. Oh my god, yeah, that was it's really so, good. Like. He didn't get to do any of the moves that, like, I've seen, like, where if you look up Alex Zane, you'll see, like, these dives that he just turns perfectly into, like, a swinging DDT or, like, he'll catch somebody in midair and, like, give them, like, a brain buster. Like, he just does all these insane fluid moves. Um, So definitely check him out if you haven't. Um, He's pretty pretty under the radar, I feel like, minus these moves. But he definitely, uh, this was a huge step for him uh, to get some more notoriety. Uh, yeah, I would definitely agree. Um, but yeah, I think, again, this was this was just a very fun six-man tag match. Yeah. Uh, so if, if you're looking for something to watch, definitely check this out. Because it is very entertaining, not too long, and it features a bunch of really good guys. Oh, I forgot Blake Christensen was in the, yeah, I didn't know him either. But he he, he liked our tweet, so. Yes, I've heard of him, never seen him wrestle, so this was uh, my, my introduction to that. So, cool. like him a lot. Uh, he had a really good running knee. I will I will compliment yes. that. I remember that. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, worth noting, PJ Black, uh, Blake Christian, and Mysterioso picked up the win over TJP, ACH, and Alex Zane. Yeah, I feel like that we don't have to say too much about TJP. I think everybody knows what to expect from TJP. Um, yeah. And... Uh, if you just recognize him from the Cruiserweight Classics in, New J- in uh, WWE, um, then you're missing out on a pretty fun, pretty cool wrestler. Yeah. Um, Who just got stuck with a really stupid gimmick. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and then after this, we had our brief intermission, and then we came back for our two tournament matches, the semifinals, the New Japan Cup 2020 USA. Um, and so our first one was Tama Tonga versus uh, David Finley. And uh, I tweeted it out on our Twitter, which you can follow at Deep Six Wrestling. Be linked in the episode description. Uh, you know, as, as two guys who are mainly singles wrestlers, or not singles wrestlers, tag, tag wrestlers, uh, and who both are not really that notable for singles matches, mm-hmm. I thought they had a pretty good match. Uh, it wasn't anything to, like, to write home about. It's not like a match of the year contender or anything, but it was no, completely... They definitely, uh... They definitely held their own. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and I enjoyed it for what it was, especially because Tama Tonga is, like, not one of my favorite wrestlers, at least, like, his in-ring stuff, especially his singles matches, like, in the G1. And never I wanted, wanted to point out something. Uh, it looks like Tama Tonga shaved again. Uh, so it looks like he's just going for that clean look. Cause yeah, this is just he definitely He would have definitely been growing some kind of hair back by now. Well, see, that's the thing. These aren't live. These are all taped. So oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah, oh, I don't know how, 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 how long back were, are they taped? I have I no idea. Know. Yeah. No, um, well, he could have a full beard again. We I just don't I, know. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought this was a – I think the thing that helped this match is the fact that these guys, like, they're tag team specialists normally, um, but they've wrestled each other so much in tag team matches that, like – for for a match that was pretty short uh, compared to like the the matches that they've like the tag matches that they're used to against each other, 
Uh, I think it, they can hold their own in that that sense. Like these again, they, these aren't fifteen twenty minute classics that anybody's having in these, this tournament. Yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, and I, the right person on here, Finley picked up the win. Um, so yeah, good stuff. Nothing to nothing really like that we'll be talking about for years to come or anything. <laughs> I did like that they did the promos right after. Yes, I match. do agree. This was really nice. I think this was an improvement. Um so typically from like the the uh what you call it? The Lions Break shows and I believe last week's show, they yes. had the promos at the after. end of the show. Uh here it was directly after the tournament matches. We went backstage and we got to hear from the winner. So I thought that was definitely nice. I thought his promo was really good. Um, talking about uh, Finley's, uh, talking about how um, the Girls of Destiny, Tama Tonga, and Tonga Loa can never beat Finley clean, um, and that uh, he's the superior wrestler, uh, and that uh, him and uh, Tama Tonga's families uh, have been feuding for decades uh, with Haku and Fit Finley. Um, and that this is just a continuation of it. It's not going to end anytime soon, uh, but he is the better of the two. Uh, I think this is just going to continue to set stuff up for the future. Uh, I don't think that the Grills of Destiny and uh, uh, Finn Juice are ever going to not like feud somewhat. So. Yeah, and I'm assuming whenever Finn, uh, not Finn, sorry, whenever Juice comes back, uh, that feud will continue. Yeah, and it'll be good to have like uh, tag team uh, matches that like we like not taking away from anything of the tag matches we saw tonight, uh, but like some with like some actual implications. Yeah, well, again, this was something that I raised to Joey. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but if if like this is the new direction for New Japan, especially mm-hmm. for the time being with the pandemic, I think that they might have to introduce like New Japan USA titles. Yeah, so we might have to get like yeah. a New Japan like uh, especially if they build US the tag title. More. Exactly, you can start forming some tag teams over here. So. I guess we'll see how it goes. You don't want to. You, you don't want to just like have these guys, like because after like the New Japan, the the USA New Japan Cup, like there's nothing to really wrestle for. I guess. Yeah. Well, they did. They did mention uh, on tonight's show briefly. It was kind of a throwaway thing from Kevin Kelly that they said in two weeks the road to Fighting Spirit Unleashed begins. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so What's it does that? seem like, like a tournament. No, Fighting Spirit Unleashed is uh, like there. It was like the name of the first pay per view they ran in the U.S. Oh, yeah. um, so it seems like okay. they're going to do that again. So I would assume that that would be where Mox uh, defends his title. Yeah. yeah, that would make the most sense. And since they're saying like the road to starts in two weeks, I would assume sometime after All Out would be when they do this. Yeah. So um, before we go any further, I think we need to talk about because um, I pointed this out last week. Uh, the intro package for New Japan Strong. Oh, yeah, we should have talked about that. Yeah, they didn't play it at the beginning of this show this time. They they did it at the beginning of the New Japan Cup of of USA this time. Uh, And I brought it up last week that the only person that was featured on it that isn't on these shows is Jay White. And I pointed it out again to Pat, and so Pat was like, okay, let me rewind because I didn't catch it. Well, okay, to be fair, it's not that it's... Because uh, like Toriyama's on there, but he's yeah, but he's this is, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this is like it's it's specifically that's why I said he was the only Jay highlighted. Yeah, he's the only highlighted person that isn't on these shows. J 
you have anything you want to add to that? Uh, I, I just think that, again, <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense for them to do that unless he is coming. Um, I want to add something. Unless they're trying to swerve it. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know what the swerve would be. Like, I don't know. Not I, just, have him I just feel like Jay <laughs> would be wasted on these no crowd shows in like a small arena. Like, it would definitely add star power, but I just don't know. And if I'm Jay, I also would much rather go to Japan where I'd feel much safer. Yeah, that is yeah. a good point. Uh, what I mean, you if, you're, if you're oh. just partitioned off in California where they, they're doing these shows, I, I don't think that's a major issue. Yeah, you're not wrong, but I don't know. I just... I, would I also... think the bigger... It'll also help them not have to, like, get talent from, like, across the country to come come to these shows. Like, TJP is wrestling in, in Tennessee with uh, Impact and then coming out to well, these I don't, shows. Well, I don't think them getting Jay White immediately stops them from getting other talent. Oh, uh, yeah. That's one guy. No. And yeah. TJP's like still part of New Japan. I don't think he would stop yeah. coming. Like he's he kind of he's one of the guys who does impact on New Japan. Yeah, that's true. So, Joey, what were you gonna say? Uh, yeah. So this is off topic a little bit. Uh, kind of on topic a little bit. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but the guy that liked our tweet, um, that uh, Yasushi Takahashi. Um, he is actually a Japanese actor. Um. It looks like he's like, because uh, I, I, I went through his Twitter and he has a bunch of pictures with like all the New Japan stars. Oh. Um, like taking pictures with him. And he was in a Hollywood movie called Silence, Silence. Look at that. Uh, yeah. Well, shout out him. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have a, I think he's like a really like indie actor because he only has like 2,000 followers on Twitter. But yeah. Well, you know, shout out him. Thanks for liking our tweets, man. Yeah. We appreciate it. Um, all right, and our main event of the show, uh, the final semifinal match for this tournament was Jeff Cobb and Kenta. This was easily the best match of the tournament. Yes, hundred um, percent. Character it, development. On, well, was... to be fair, it would be between this. It, yeah, sorry, it's between this and Kenta and Ken, uh, Kendricks or yeah, uh, Fredericks. Sorry, Jesus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was really good stuff. Jeff Cobb looked much better than he did in this match with Tongaloa. Yep. Um, he busted out that big moonsault. I know Ryan was a big fan of it. Yeah, I've never seen him actually hit that. I mean, I don't watch many Jeff Cobb matches. I've heard a lot of great things about him, and every match that I've seen of him, I'm like, yeah, he's there. I, I don't see what the big deal is. And mm-hmm. people are like, oh, but like he, he's really mobile for like a big man. And I'm like, I, I don't see it because like he doesn't always do it. Well, you got to see it here. He did yeah, a big frog over like, Kenta and oh, a drop kick. Um, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, if he's like, I don't know if he's like holding, holding out or holding off or like not like. I know, think it just depends full... on the type of match he's doing. Because like yeah. him, like him versus yeah. Moxley, he didn't need to in AEW. Oh, that's true. When you have like, um, a smaller guy like Kenta. Yeah, and like him versus Tonga Loa, like again, like that's just not the style he needed to be. Uh, yeah, but again, he got to be on display here. Got to kind of just go. Uh, this still wasn't Jeff Cobb at like going mode, I guess. But better showing. Yeah, hundred um, percent. There were some really good sequences here of Kenta, you know, getting caught in Jeff Cobb's like suplexes and then getting out and then either eating a suplex or not. Um, Kenta had some nice strikes here and there, and then the finish came when there was a ref bump. Uh, oh, that dirty, Jeff, dirty Cobb, Kenta. Jeff Cobb was going for tour of the islands, and Kenta grabbed the ref, uh, got out of it, and then launched Cobb into the ref, which knocked the ref down. And then Kenta went for a low blow. Cobb blocked it. Kenta slapped him a bit. Uh, and eventually, Kenta did hit a low blow uh, and then did score the roll-up victory here. 
Yeah. Uh, so I thought fair. it was a, it was a smart way to not have Kenta hit the GTS because yeah, that'd be know, a little Cobb, difficult. Cobb is yeah, Cobb is a very big man. So and yeah, it makes sense because uh, you know Kenta's heel. Yeah, and also, again, yes, agreed. It is a typical Bullet Club thing for a big cheat win here. So, uh, and, and it also gives fuel for if Kenta does win this and beat Moxley, then Jeff Cobb can be his first challenger probably. Yeah, agreed. Um, or, or Finley, obviously, since he is the other finalist. So we'll see. But it, he definitely has challengers now. Um, and also Carl Fredericks, because I would like to see him and Kenta go again in a bigger match. Yeah, uh, yeah, Absolutely. And uh, it could also help us, like, because I don't think Kenta is going to stay in New Japan America forever. Um, I, well, think, I think he'll be. I think he'll yeah, be here for. Yeah, the, no, the I, think the, I think. I think. Yeah, I think the goal of this is to try to get it off the ground first, and like, if they are going to start bringing out more championships, like a tag belt, like, uh, um, I don't know, another belt other than the U.S. title. Um, well, I, think, I think if they're starting with anything, it'll be a tag belt and then just the singles title. Yeah, um, but I think that they're going to have like these bigger guys win these things to establish a lineage of it. Because like if you just put give like the the tag titles to like Carl Fredericks and some random guy, uh, PJ Black, uh, people are going to be like, that's weird. That's not like an established tag team. Why are they the first thing? But if you have G.O.D., Finn Juice, um, uh, I don't know, other teams that are like have established histories, uh, then you can be like, okay, well, now I've got like a a lineage of this belt that like actually means something that's like, oh, wow, uh, these guys held it and these guys held it. These guys fell for it. To be fair, Finn Juice and G.O.D. aren't these like super impressive, super like you know, history tag teams. Like, yes, G.O.D. are decorated, but nobody refers to them as, like, one of the greatest tag teams in the world. I mean, they're um, considered... I, I, I think they'd be considered one of the more prominent tag teams in New Japan history, at least in the last, like, five to I, ten years. Yeah, I wouldn't say in, in New Japan history. I would yeah. say in, like, the like the 2010s. Yeah. Um. So, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I wouldn't mind them putting it on... Uh, you know, some younger talent. You could put it on like Fredericks or I, I don't know. You could, again, it depends on who they get in here for. Uh, you know, random tag matches. I just see Alex Zane liked our tweet as well. Yes, look at that. Uh, Joey has lagged out of this, but it's okay because we're pretty much at the end of this. Well, anyway. I, I do have one thing that I have to add. Okay, uh, before we get done this. Um, oh, Joey's back. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Before we get done here, I do need to. I said that. Oh, Boomer of the week. Boomer of the week. And it was going to be, uh, like, it was a close call. I couldn't think of who who to give it to until the opening match of tonight where <laughs> Kevin Kelly dated the hell out of himself, calling it an Australian rules match, which I don't think anybody's ever heard of since the 70s. Uh, so Kevin Kelly for calling, yeah, that's fair. For calling it uh, an Australian rules tag match, uh, something that was – coined in the 70s is yeah, going to be my boomer of the week. Yeah, I can't even think that I've ever heard that in the 2010s or even the 2000s. So. Yeah, uh, so a quick rundown of our boomer of the week standings. We've got Jim Ross at four. It's our undisputed champ. Uh, <laughs> Tony Schiavone with one. Chris Jericho with one. The entire TNT network with one. Mm-hmm. The Lipazine commercials during Impact Wrestling <laughs> at one. 
and Kevin Kelly now joining the list. At hey, man, Washington. you could give Chris Jericho another one for this week for, you know, uh, playing that Sturgis Festival and then coming to AEW. Ooh, yeah, we might have to I, do a co-winner for this week. See, I'd say I, I would give that. Um, like, I'm, I, that was going to be it, but considering it wasn't, like, they didn't reference it on wrestling, it, it, like in the match that I know of. No, they did not. If they did, uh, that would be fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I mean, that I, I wouldn't be opposed to giving them co, uh, because that is like a that's a very he deserves thing. it. I think it he, might, he he deserves it. We All right, we so might we, have to give, break our rules a little bit. Uh, yeah. So Chris Jericho, so Chris Jericho goes up to two chances. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris Jericho's in second place. He's coming for Jr. Yeah, he's the only person with more than more than one. He's coming for that barbecue sauce, other baby. Than, other than Jim Ross, I was uh, gonna say Jim Ross could have been could be on there literally every single week because like oh, hit, hit, like this week he referred to picture in picture as like uh, the world fa- the AEW's world famous picture in picture. <laughs> uh, you can only grab like he started referring to it like it was a food, like it was uh, a spe- he can, every single time Stu Grayson gets in the ring, he says, Stu, don't call him Dick Grayson. <laughs> so I, he thinks that's call- like, bro, he thinks that's the funniest shit ever, and it got old after week one. Oh, yeah, yeah. him so. calling ju- uh, Jungle Boy Jungle Boy Jack or Jungle I don't Boy even Jack understand Perry. why. I, I feel like he's trying to like pop like Tony Schiavone because Tony Schiavone loves Batman, but like I would expect Tony Schiavone to say that. Then why is Jim Ross trying to make like Dick Grayson jokes on commentary? Yeah. Wait, is this like an established thing that Tony Schiavone is a big Batman fan? Yeah, if you like follow Tony Schiavone, he like collects Batman, uh, Batman memorabilia and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, also, before we go, uh, New Japan did tweet something out. Uh, they said, what a week it's been on New Japan World, uh, but we're not finished. Tomorrow night, Finish Strong debuts with some big news, uh, as well as David Finley talking about facing Kenta in the New Japan Cup USA Finals. Uh, Is that a press conference? I, I don't know what it is. It just says finish strong. Uh, and it also says sub- to subscribe to New Japan's English YouTube. So I don't know if it's going on there or New Japan World. But tomorrow night or sometime tomorrow, uh, New Japan Finish Strong is debuting. And it says there will be big news on that show. So I'm assuming that would be like the uh, fighting spirit. Yeah. What the time they, does that start? Do you it know? does not have a start time. Interesting. <laughs> it just says tomorrow night. Uh, so I would assume that, yeah, they, they'll probably announce Fighting Spirit Unleashed or maybe even the title situation. Who knows? But yeah. keep an eye out on that if you are interested. Other than that, that's going to do it for us. This is probably going to be our quickest episode to date. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nice Great. nice to get through a one-hour show. All was pretty entertaining. Um, so, yeah. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening at, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Anchor, TuneIn, or Stitcher. All of those links to the social media and uh, the podcast on all the streaming surfaces can be found in the episode description. Uh, We'll be back on Tuesday with Impact Reviews uh, Wednesday. No, no Wednesday show this week. No Wednesday. Dynamite is not on Wednesday. It's on Saturday. We're taking Uh, a day off. So, yeah, so Tuesday for Impact, Friday for New Japan Strong, and then Saturday we'll be doing a double show, basically reviewing the big Dynamite show they're doing next Saturday and NXT TakeOver Triple X. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for joining us. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Peace.